I think it's a good thing that I was born into a family that wasn't rich because if we were and if I were, I feel like I definitely would have like a gambling problem. Oh, God, really? Because you may be asking, well, Eddie, why? Why do you think that? You know, I am because asking that. Why? I, I've never gambled in my life because one, I've never had like the money to where I'm like, I'm OK just oh, getting rid of this just money losing and like, money. never getting anything back. But two is because, you know, I just feel like the way I'd be buying Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh my just God. for like the yep. possibility. I'm always down to like spend five bucks to like, oh, it's a little pack of cards. Might as well. 20 bucks. In whatever. a way it is you gambling. Know? Oh, it 100% is. But at least you like get cards. Yeah, <laughs> you guess. always get a physical object in return. Yeah, you get something and sometimes you get that serotonin hitting and you get like the Ooh. nice shiny one. If I had that disposable income, I'd just be throwing it away. Yeah. I guess that's a whole other level of like collecting. But have you ever bought like a rare card for a decent amount of money? Or uh, no, I did. I mean, when I, as we'll get into, when I actually played competitively, I bought cards, specific ones off TCG Player to make my deck. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the most I spent on a card was like. 30 bucks something like that you know it's like it had Mm -hmm. to be but that was and i don't know that's just like a whole nother thing a whole nother bag of worms that we maybe will touch on but not too much why are you keeping your worms in a bag i don't know because they like it in in there (laughs) no 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 that's not how you eat fried worms you gotta pay money to get the good stuff Mm mm-hmm I just like Pokemon cards because they're cute. They're just shiny. We don't play the game, but I just like looking at the pretty pictures <laughs> and putting oh, yeah. them in a nice binder and saying, mm-hmm. ooh, look at this one. Uh-huh. This one's got rainbow shinies on it. And this one's got gold shinies mm-hmm. on it. And they're cute. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, I'm in the background looking up like, oh, that card's worth like $10. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, hmm, we could sell it. But we never do. And no, we never no, try. No, no, no. And also, I kind of like just having them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's the same thing with me and Squishmallows. It's like, yeah. I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like scalping people on the internet. Oh, God, it's like, the worst. Fuck them, kids, man. Because it's just awful. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I get essentially in the car. Yeah. From buying a Squishmallow. I take that tag off instantly. <laughs> Bog. There is no resale value on these angels of fluff. I just like mm-hmm. them because they make me feel good. Yeah. And they're so cute. Welcome back once again, everybody, to the Show Dependent Podcast. It's the podcast that exposes our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how they shaped us into who we are today, and whether or not that relationship has changed. The voice you are hearing is currently petting a very cute little kitty. Mm-hmm. My name is Kayla. And with me today, as always, my lovely, handsome, and cat dad co-host, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, Yorks. Yogs. Oh, we're here. We're bringing it. I got my cat based deck. I don't know how to use them. No. Yogs, with the heart of the cards, we mm. can get through anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, my name's Eddie, former retired competitive Yu Gi Oh! duelist. Virgin. <laughs> former huh? virgin. Former virgin. I can mm-hmm. verify. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spicy. I checked spicy for the card. Start. It wasn't there. It so. was not there. It was shredded up and tossed in the bottom of my deck box along oh, with my uh, my Dark World deck and all that. Anyways, I put yeah. away childish things. <laughs> and then immediately got those childish things back out when I was I thought, in a committed oh, well, relationship you know. with a woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, so I can do both? Wait, you mean I can get laid and also like like shit? Yeah, you can, people. In the year of our Lord, 2023, you too can get laid and mm-hmm. be a fucking nerd. 100%. When we say our Lord, we mean, of course, the Egyptian gods themselves. The Pharaoh? In the year of the winged dragon of Ra. Of Ra. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, yeah. My name's Eddie, if I didn't already say that. I think I oh, said you it. Did. But anyways. Multiple we're here. Times. We're back. And we got a beautiful... I always say beautiful, adorable, amazing. Just a cutie an, pie. An episode close to my heart. We should also say we've got a third member of the podcast here with us always now. Buddy, say hello. Mm-hmm. With us, as always, is Bud <laughs> He Bay. did not say hello. He's hanging out. He's got a little laptop, and a little microphone also, but he's distracted with other things. He's just laying next to me right now. Mm-hmm. He's He's chilling. His arms are in laptop position, so he is ready <laughs> with the research. Are they curled up or are they straight? We gotta no, make they're sure. straight. They're okay. straight. He will not get kitty arthritis. He, he does is not okay. get that kitty carpool tunnel. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, other than that, how are you feeling? Are you excited about today? I am excited. I, you know, <laughs> nice. that was not convincing. <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> um, no, I think that. I was very pleasantly surprised with this journey. Mm-hmm. And I hope you are content with my willingness to talk about and continue this journey with you oh, on I a mean... nearly daily basis as you now <laughs> harass me to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Hey, you want to duel? Um, hey, let's duel. Oh, oh <laughs> hey. Oh, wait, I wish you had like a cool... Wish I could say your name like Yugs, but how would I do that? K's. Oh, God. Hey, K's. You trying to duel? AKs? Damn. My gun goes. As you imagine, as you can see, what are we talking about today? We're talking about a card game. Sorry, I really wanted to do that. We're talking about a TV show created to sell the card game. Yes, you heard it sort of echo out and peter out in the background there, but we're talking about Yu Gi Oh! He is, of course, the king of games. And it is the king of trading card games in my mind. So, without further ado, if we don't have anything else to talk about, anything else to say, why don't we just get on into the meet cute? It's a meet cute, baby. It's how we met this thing. I play Pot of Green. This allows me to take two cards from my deck and add them to my hand. Exodia. Obliterate. Jesus Christ. I it's never even so saw. I saw Exodia once. In our rewatch. I know, which is pretty wild because it's like the biggest moment of the anime. It's like the meme format, you know, that meme mm. where it's like Kaiba and Yugi going back and forth with like the, oh, yeah. here's this thing. And like, here's the counter. It's that. It's Exodia being summoned. Mm. Let's let's rewind a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Kayla, what's your experience? Oh, How did boy. you meet oh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Gosh. And, uh, you know, what's your um, what was... Or is your perception of it? Oh, boy. Um, To me, I won't. This was me (laughs) in the past. Just cracking your knuckles looking at nerds. Who am I going to beat up today? Who am I going to spit gum on in the hallway? (laughs) He deserved Um, it. I still 
say it to this day. I imagine he was stinky. Was Whose he a stinky am I kid? Rip. Yeah, he looked like he smelled. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, so my the only introduction I had to Yu Gi Oh as a child uh-huh. was, I believe it was either second or third grade. I want to say second. It was weird. It was so random. But I I think I remember this correctly. There was a one of my one of my peers in second grade. <laughs> Somebody oh, yeah. in my class. One of my coworkers. His brother, his or uh, her, I can't remember, okay. came into class and yeah. did a drawing lesson for us for oh, some reason. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he taught us how to draw a Yu-Gi-Oh character. Which one? And Who? I'm pretty sure it was Yugi. Damn. Because I do remember the spiky hair aspect of that. Oh, that's so sick. So that was kind of that? fun. You didn't frame that? Oh, I have no fucking idea. It's lost to the ether. I, you know, it Damn. was probably sent to the Shadow Realm because it was so goddamn <laughs> cursed. Damn. That's um, fucking. It was fun. I remember the day. And I was just like, hmm, why am I making these eyes so big? And why is this person's <laughs> mouth so small? And then I heard the word for the first time in my life. Anime? I think mm. anime. So yeah, I think so that's that was French for Japanese animation. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Very fancy. And that was the only time I had like heard the word anime and then I like t- became a teenager and then I was like, <laughs> "Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I kind of know what this stuff is." But Yu-Gi-Oh was uh, always super fucking nerdy to me. Oh, uh just yep. because I saw I the people is. I saw not the people, but no, there was no, like no. a stigma around <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh players, right? Yeah. Like, oh, they were the yeah. Pokemon kids on the blacktop. And then mm-hmm. there, there were the fucking nerds who had the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> and they would like yeah. hide behind like the, what are they called? I don't know. The, mo- the mobiles. Oh, yeah. You know, the like little portable classrooms or whatever. And they'd be like... <laughs> yeah, and you just always... see the stink cloud yeah. coming yeah. off of them, and yeah, they absolutely. all sound like Weevil Underwood. Just <laughs> oh, fucking Weevil, the blue-eyed white dragon. You can't do that. This is better. This you need a tribute. You need a sacrifice. Anyway, yeah, that bullshit. Not in the anime. No, no, no. And then for some reason, hiding. I respected the Pokemon kids, but I wanted well, to dunk everyone every liked Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon. Yeah, I wanted to dunk every Yu-Gi-Oh kid in the toilet and i <laughs> was a fucking nerd too like i can't talk like i pretended to be a horse at recess most of the time so <laughs> when when you're lower on the rung than the girl and the horse pretending girls? to be a horse you got a problem hey hey i was always the girl horse there was a girl that i played with her name was nicole oh, yeah. and she oh, wow. always wanted to be doxed the shout horse. it out yeah i mean she's probably dead for all i know i don't Whoa. know what she's gone she was a horse girl she probably changed her name cut her hair and lives in colorado or something i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna be the boy horse now lay I, down that's exactly what she'd say oh my god <laughs> mm-hmm. no way just getting assaulted um, occasionally i think right there was your first dry hump experience oh my god on the playground on the grass meanwhile the Yu-Gi-Oh kids are just over there like ew gross yeah anyways i played a celtic guardian Oh my god! Any- For some reason, they all sound like Joey Wheeler. <laughs> anyway, yeah, really, really negative first impression of Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, hey, we're gonna turn it around. Yeah, we'll get Cause that because that was that. This is then, but let's go back to that 
for a second. It was around was sixth grade sentence. year. It was around sixth grade year. <laughs> I want to say around 2002, right? Because that's when I was in sixth grade. Old man, that, old man. That I hate. That I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh. All right. Sure. I remember sixth grade. It was around the time where they had like banned Pokemon cards at my yeah. school. But then I was like, mm-hmm. I got these Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Can I bring these? And I want to say they ended up like banning them around like the last month that I was in sixth grade. But yeah, you know, I would like bring them to school. We'd show them off. We wouldn't duel at school or anything, yeah. but we'd do it like after. I looked it up in the, the anime, the uh, cartoon, as we call them here in the States. It first mm-hmm. aired in America in the year 2000. But honestly, nice. like most things around that time, fourth grade, I mean, I remember Pokemon. I remember when that started and that was fourth grade. I don't remember watching Yu-Gi-Oh! right off the bat. You know, I was I was in Pokemon mode as okay. everyone else was. Uh huh. I have a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't put up the virtual hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did 9-11 occur in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe? You know, that's a good question. I, I don't think Seto Kaiba would have let that stand. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest, I think if we would have had like blue eyes, white missiles, just like <laughs> being able to. <laughs> being able to... is my bitch. Yeah. I mean, Seto honestly, Kaiba within the ended universe, a 20 year war uh-huh. in one foul swoop. Seto Kaiba would have, he would have flown into Osama bin Laden's underground bunker <laughs> and fucking challenged him to a duel for the fate of the World Trade Center. And Kaiba would have stopped that ass 110%. I like how it's only the Trade Center, not the Pentagon, nothing else. It was no, no, no. Like, I mean, no, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what's happening. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny, because in the back of my mind, I'm like, what's Osama Bin Laden's deck, though? <laughs> and it's like, we don't need to go there. But no, I want to mentally. You know. I, I'm not going to share those thoughts here. Exactly. But I, you keep those in, because we, we wouldn't want to. Oh, I will I will get canceled. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hashtag canceled. But also Seto Kaiba, he wouldn't let that he wouldn't let that no, stand. Because no. in Yugi's world, it probably would have been like the Kaiba Center. And we know my man is handling his business. But He's I digress. Name the guy. Oh God. Blue eyes everywhere. But I was into Pokemon. I wanna say, for whatever reason, around sixth grade, my brother and I started watching it was probably just Saturday mornings WB. And like, mm-hmm. hey, here's the show called Yu-Gi-Oh! It looks cool. Let's check it out. And it was just like, boom. This mm-hmm. looks sick as hell. There's actual cards. I want to play that game. We were able to convince our parents to buy us decks. I got the structure deck Yugi, of course. My brother yep. got structure deck Kaiba. And we that just That makes went so much sense. Head to Can head. I just say that? <laughs> yeah, it makes sense for us. 110%. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know? Because you that are like... It. You are like wholesome sweetness, and your brother is like, no, I'm here to kick ass, and that's my priority. Like, fuck (laughs) your friendship. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Um, you want to like develop a bond with me? That's not a real thing. No, no, no. Blue eyes white. I don't believe in magic, (laughs) especially the magic of friendship. Fuck off. (laughs) That shit sounds lame. Blue eyes white dragon. What's his attack? White lightning. White lightning. Yeah. Yeah, it's the first. And really only TCG, which, mm-hmm. by the way, that's a trading card game for all the non-nerds out there, all you cool people listening. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's the only TCG that I've actually like played and enjoyed and had fun with. And as we will talk about here, it's a series that I loved, mm-hmm. my brother loved, and a game that we both loved. 
But uh, we'll see how we feel about it today. Mm-hmm. Before we get there, though, we got to climb the ladder to get there. <laughs> I love how you did a physical gesture. <laughs> and this is an audio medium. Yeah. Well, they know. They they heard the steps. They heard your hand moving yeah. up it through air? I don't oh, think absolutely. they heard that. Hey, let's get to know each other and get to know <laughs> the King of Games, Yu-Gi-Oh! I feel like you held it in the weird spot. Isn't it more like Yu-Gi-Oh! Probably. Okay. But also hit it. Hit jingle. <laughs> Getting to know each other. It's time to do, 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 do. I summon Blue Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> oh, the Blue Eyes. I know that Joey doesn't have that card. I play but, Pot of Greed. Hey, what's red, that do? Oh my God. Red <laughs> Eyes Black Dragon is not as fun to say as Blue the red Eyes, eyes. White Dragon. It's the Red Eyes Black Dragon. What do you mean? It's super fun to it's say. It's my card. You Give it a try. Red Eyes Black Dragon. Okay, See, that is great. pretty fun. <laughs> that is actually fun now that I say it like oh, Joey. Absolutely. Joey Wheeler, we'll get to him. Oh, I can't wait. To First, talk we got to talk about manga. Have you heard of it? It's kind of um, popular nowadays. Yeah. It's one of those things where uh, we were having a conversation the other day where, mm-hmm. as you can tell in this uh, podcast episode already, I was a fucking nerd ass nerd. Was. I. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey. I'm pulling my glasses but now, down but and now, looking but, at you but, over the brim. You know, we're having a conversation yeah. about how. In the past, you know, I did love nerdy things, but now it's just kind of all cool, all mainstream and all that. It's the plight of the millennial where Mm -hmm. the things that we got made fun of and bullied for and people thought we were stupid, like, and we had to hide it, you know, Mm -hmm. we had to hide how much we like these things. I legitimately remember so many times, like, hiding the fact that I, like, played Yu-Gi-Oh, hiding the Mm -hmm. fact, like, oh, yeah, it's stupid. Meanwhile, I'm shuffling my deck. But, uh, <laughs> you know, manga sound? was super, don't worry about it. Manga was super <laughs> nerdy back then, you know? Yeah, And now absolutely. it's just like the most mainstream of mainstream. You find it, you can find manga in essentially any bookstore in yeah. America now. And, and there's more manga than like current comics yeah. and all that stuff. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yu-Gi-Oh! began as a manga way back, mm-hmm. obviously before I even knew what it was about. It was only in Japan. And uh, all I can say now about it, because I've done very minimal research and I've seen YouTube videos about it, was that the original manga was just Yugi as the pharaoh, sort of just playing various games. Like hmm. legit, just like poker. Chess. Dice. Yeah, chess, Yahtzee. <laughs> well, that fucking like, makes sense because like he's the king of games. Right, and that's where that title comes from, is the yeah. king of games. And, like, he would, like, and the pharaoh was so much more, quote-unquote, I would say a little more evil, a little more dark, because he would, like, punish the losers by, like, Okay, now you're getting into, them. like, my, like, you're getting into, like, naughty territory, okay. potentially. <laughs> oh, I'll punish you. Mm, yeah, honestly, the pharaoh could. I'll take it any day. Yeah, but he would like, you know, send them to the quote unquote shadow realm. Or he would like put them in a room where it's like they're burning 24-7 just because they lost a game of like dice. He sounds like Satan. Let's go yeah, down to Georgia. It was, it was weird. Play a little fiddle. It sounds weird. But during that, the creator, which I didn't look it up, should have, but didn't. Perfect. You know, we're a highly skilled research facility yeah, over you here. Know, I mean, buddy. The cat didn't do his job. <laughs> the cat is frantically typing away on his laptop. The problem is it's not charged. 
And he doesn't Nor have thumbs. <laughs> is it a real laptop? <laughs> it's made out of cardboard. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to make him a laptop. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to make oh, him a laptop yeah. now. But, hey. <clears throat> yeah. In an episode, or in an issue of the manga, he played a game, created it called Dual Monsters. And the people in charge saw that and said, hey, buddy, I know that you just write manga. You're a writer. But here's what I need you to do. Create a functioning card game in real life. And he was like, oh, geez, dude. And then uh, the creators or those in charge said, now we can sell this. And you know what we need that can further sell this to kids? A long commercial. Yeah. Otherwise known as a TV show. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what a lot of early media was. Oh, especially in the kids. there was a law it's just created that said that you like couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And here's another fun fact, because I know you probably thought this question, although you've never asked it of me. Mm-hmm. If you watch the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime and you play the actual card game, the backs of the cards don't look the same. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they said specifically, you cannot have the cards look exactly the same because that's too much selling the cards to kids. So they had to create the cards to look slightly different. That's why the back is just like brown with like a black hole instead of the swirl. That's why the front of the cards is just like a big picture and then the attack and damage and like the color instead of like the way they look. Mm -hmm. And last fun fact, because in Japan, it looks normal. But the Mm -hmm. American laws said you have to change it because it can't look exactly the same. Here's the thing, like, Kids don't have money. So why is this a problem? No, but their parents do, and kids can be very annoying. Yeah, well, is being annoying against the law? Because it should be. But it, <laughs> first of all, not... cut it out. Second of all. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh. oh, if I could say that to my students, you're breaking the law right now. <laughs> I'm gonna what? send you to jail for being annoying. Mm-hmm. I wish I could some days. I wish oh, I could. Boy. Anyways, oh. we've got a TV show or a long yeah. commercial. Mm-hmm. And uh God, it's so good. The -hmm. first season was fun as a kid, but that's before I knew how to play the game IRL, before I knew rules and all that. Before you ruined it for yourself. Let's be honest. But I mean, that's what you get when you're selling the game to kids. They're eventually going to want to play the game. And games have rules. And as soon as you learn those rules, the like first season kind of... Falls apart. It becomes super annoying. And to me... I want to say it's borderline unwatchable. And this is coming from a man who loves Yu-Gi-Oh! But I, like, don't really enjoy watching the first season. It's got important things going on. It's entertaining. The characters are fun. From a story standpoint, yes. Oh, yeah. Big things happen. But uh, they're just, like, making shit up. Like, mm-hmm. they have, like... Well, they were... He was probably still developing the game. And he was. It was 100%. Like, they just didn't know what they wanted to do. They didn't mm-hmm. know what the rules were. But the funny thing is that the way they make it, it just kind of seems like Yugi or the Pharaoh, which we'll get to, just kind of makes shit up and cheats to win because he'll be like in a sticky situation. And it's a very famous famous episode where his opponent has monsters and there's a floating castle atop his monsters and they're like all hiding in the dark. And then he plays Swords of Revealing Light and then he attacks the castle. You and can't the do castle, that. Uh-huh, and the castle like gets destroyed <laughs> and it falls, but the swords of revealing light are holding the castle up. So then he says like, hey, 
when my swords were revealing light run out, then the castle is going to fall and destroy all your monsters. And it falls and destroys his opponent's monsters. And then his opponent just like loses all his life points. And that's it. That's like, that has nothing to do with it. There's also another famous one where he like attacks the moon and that causes like, it causes like the water to recede. And then he can like shock the water with his lightning attack to like do extra damage. And it's just like this, you're just making it up Pharaoh. Why are you cheating? You can't cheat to win. And no one's calling you out on it. It's just it's wow, annoying. you got really heated there. Do <laughs> you want to take a sip of water? Are you no, okay? Because Pegasus is in it. You He's know, this is bad. like 25 years old now, right? Like it's approaching. Pegasus is fun. Okay, we're just ignoring my counseling questions. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Oh, okay. Yugi boy. Yugi boy. No, he says Taiba boy. He says both. Oh. I didn't really get to see Pegasus. No, I didn't. And here, I should just say it right now. When we were researching for the this episode, we obviously watched all of the first series. And when I say all, there's a very heavy asterisk next to that because I did not make Kayla watch the first season. Thank you. Because as I said, I don't enjoy watching it either. Um, and we skipped all the filler arcs, save for like the uh, KC tournament arc at the end, because it's very short and fun. But uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! has a lot of filler. And they're like legit filler because they were not manga. They're not with the plot. They are well, fun. Well, and so, one of those seasons only exists in America, right? Yeah, the worst one. But uh, There you go. Like most things American. <laughs> got their asses. Got us. Got we got again. us good. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's legit. Just like it's fun. I enjoyed it. The uh, the waking the dragons arc was too long for us to watch. But if we ever do go back and watch it, it's fun. But we just stuck to the canon series. And man, oh man, when it really pops off, and I think everyone agrees, is the best season is season two, the Battle City tournament. Mm-hmm. God, she was so one the dual discs. The coolest mm-hmm. shit ever. That's cool. sad that you never had one. Did you ever want one or you just never asked I mean, for I kinda it? I kind of wanted one. Here's the thing, you know, when... You didn't want your cards to get bent if you actually put them inside? Yeah. Step one. Yes. <laughs> Make a functioning dual disc, mm-hmm. which and would never did. really exist. They eventually... Wait, what? Well, functioning is doing yeah, a lot of work That's here. a loose term. <laughs> but... What happened was the original dual disc, you could not use them if your cards were sleeved. And if you mm. are not a five-year-old child just ripping apart cards left and right, you want your cards sleeved, you want them protected. They eventually made a dual disc that worked with sleeved cards, but it's still, it's just like, it's a novelty. You know, how are you going to really duel? Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to see from far away. We don't have holograms. <laughs> Why do you know there was a guy that made it? I know that's new. That's so that's cool. New. I know it's fucking sick. But anyway, a dream duel for you, Battle City. Why don't you? Why don't you talk for a little bit and let us yeah. know? You know how would you feel um, about just coming into the heat to yeah. the peak Yu-Gi-Oh experience? No, just no fucking context. I have no connection to any of these characters, and uh-huh. then. Eddie's like, care about them. And I was like, okay, I'll try. Um, <laughs> I love them. You love them too. Oh, okay. If you say so. That's Joey um, Wheeler. He's from the Bronx for some reason. That's <laughs> just Joey fucking Wheeler. Um, oh, yeah. We're going to say that a lot this episode. Oh, my guy. I, I'm not going to lie. 
when we first started watching it, it was hard. Oh boy. Because it since I didn't really have an understanding of the game. Yeah. And I know that like literally they tell you every fucking step that is <laughs> they are going through I multiple times. It allows me to draw two cards. Anyway, <laughs> once I got into the swing of things, it was very enjoyable, but it was a rough start because i mean the fun thing is i would say the best my favorite part about about battle city season Mm -hmm. is that we we get to see joey grow oh and they wrap they they pull a twilight people we get a montage at the end it's delicious Mm -hmm. you get the payoff it's like the best thing that wwe does which is pay off the long-term booking Mm -hmm. and making sure that every single fight that you get through means something oh yeah and it's great and would you say that yeah go ahead because i was gonna ask i guess i can ask both yeah what do you think, if you can remember, was the moment that you started caring? Slash, would you say maybe Joey was the reason? Or because yes. I know you really liked though, you really liked Yugi versus Strings when he had to fight Sly for the Sky Dragon and figure yes. out that. that I love Slyfer. He is my favorite uh Egyptian god. Uh-huh. Um I think the episode, the one that sticks in my head the best is when he's battling um is it bakura i don't know it's when joey it's when joey is possessed and there's so much on the line is like about to get crushed by a fucking like crane or something Mm -hmm. yeah i really like that because oh god i don't know it's just fun it's just it feels like they were like, how can we continue to increase the stakes? Oh, yeah. How can uh-huh. we overbook the hell out of this duel mm-hmm. and just give him no no way of winning, really? Yeah. And the, the nice thing, and we'll talk about it more as we get into the anime and, you know, the nuance of the show as yeah. a whole. But that episode really relies heavily on Joey and Yugi's friendship. Oh, yeah. And it gets in straight into the heart, yeah. and uh, b- both of the cards and of the boys. Nice. So it's there really sweet. Um, and I don't know. It's it's fun because you get to see the strategy uh-huh. behind you know the reasoning that Yugi takes with what he does in that duel. Yeah, that was my favorite episode, just because we got to see the payoff mm-hmm. of a lot of what Joey had gone through. And, you know, it, it was just a feel-good episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I don't know, I'm just a sucker for sweet things. Mm-hmm. Friendship. What was your other question? <laughs> <laughs> Since I that lost fine. all you, momentum you kinda, on that. You kind of answered it there, you know. It was just I was just saying, was Joey Wheeler the reason that, like, got you yes, more invested? a thousand percent. Uh, Yugi... To me, the the trope or, you know, the the mechanic of Yugi and the Pharaoh mm-hmm. sharing a body mind thing, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cheesy and kind of hard for me to get invested wow, in. Wow, really? However, I love the payoff in the final season. Oh, it beautiful. all ties together. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Oh, my God. 
delicious yeah much like a cannoli well, uh hey. i yeah we'll get there we'll put a pause on that we'll put that up there and i just want to very quickly just pop in and say part of why battle city is so fun and so good is that we finally have them using like the irl rules for the mm-hmm. most part they still do yeah. some weird things and obviously oh and you'll like, point them out every time it's like a meme within the fan community of Yu-Gi-Oh to like point out like that's not what that card does that doesn't actually do that that card's broken. That you card's a, said those words so yeah. many times that card's as a we trap, watch the show. Not a spell in real life. You know, you can't do that. They're breaking the rules. But for the most part, really fun. Love it. We get a tournament. Everyone loves the tournament. Kaiba's yeah. the one who puts it on. And the stakes are not only in the tournament, but for the overall world stakes. In the tournament, when you win, you get your opponent's rarest card. That's how people can get the Egyptian god cards. Why do they need that? Because Merrick is essentially a super evil guy who wants to destroy the pharaoh, take over his spot, and like rule the world. Mm-hmm. So the stakes are high. The Egyptian god cards are out there. And, I mean, part of the fun, the charm of Yu-Gi-Oh! is the fact that they're playing a card game. But we're in a world where this card game is like, the way that disputes are handled mm-hmm. <laughs> and the way i mean that it's they... called a duel for a reason right but like the way that they speak and the way that they act when they duel is just like so good because you know anime it's the trope of like all the monologue inner monologue of like oh man if i don't do this like the fate of the world is at stake and i don't know if i can do it and what do i do and like you can hear that's the fun part about the pharaoh with yugi mm-hmm. is that like he can speak to himself, but he also has like a built-in bud that's just yeah. there to be like, you can do it. And it's almost like his, obviously they get to it later, but it's like his conscience, his self-esteem is there personified by the Pharaoh, by mm-hmm. like another him that's more confident that when he becomes, which is funny because it's called Yu-Gi-Oh! And he says Yu-Gi-Oh! when he transforms, but the Pharaoh's called the Pharaoh. He's not called Yu-Gi-Oh! But anyways, when he becomes the Pharaoh, he's like taller and more confident mm-hmm. they have it to where he's just like a different person versus yugi you know just r- sort of wrestling with himself he's wrestling mm-hmm. he's wrestling with himself but wrestling with someone else yeah i think that the reason that i struggled with it initially in the beginning is because i didn't understand the why behind yeah. the pharaoh being or possessing the millennium puzzle yeah, I didn't understand yeah. that. That was never, I never got to see that part yeah, of the show. I know. That's what happens so, when you skip the first season. There you go. I understand. But yeah, it's just fun. Like, Kaiba's got the hologram, so you get to see the monster summoned. And it's just hilarious because they react as if, like, the holograms can, like, hit them and stuff, but they obviously can't because they're holograms, even though yeah. sometimes they can because of the Shadow Realm. And, like, it's confusing. Just like this strategy. I just fucking love. That's what I fell in love with as a kid. I just loved like the the stakes were so high. And like their opponent would say, like, oh, monologue, and here's my plan, and here's my cards, and you'll never beat it. And everyone's like, Oh god, what's Yug's gonna do? And then he's like, Haha, not so fast. Countered. <laughs> you've been and countered, bitch. You've activated my trap card. It's a fuck yeah, dude. He knew it because it's it's about the reads. You know, mm-hmm. that's the most fun part about Yu-Gi-Oh! And just any strategy game is making that read mm-hmm. and setting the card. You leave it on the field for like five turns and no one you forget about it. And then they're like, not so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Yugi, <laughs> you did it. dog. I oh, cannot so relate, good. but I respect it. 
I love it. But yeah, it was a great time. I think it's time also to get to Joey fucking Wheeler and talk mm-hmm. about who the real king of games is within yeah. the series. Because I feel like when you're a kid, you know, you love Yugi. He's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. But becoming an adult is realizing that Joey Wheeler, he he's the reason for the season. He's the king of games. He's the one who deserves all the glory. And he deserved, he deserved to win that match against Merrick. And oh, he did. Absolutely. And he did win. You know, I, don't I know. mean, they to say me, technically not. Some hey, people do. We'll talk about that here in a second because to me, he's by far the best character in the show. He went from not even knowing how to play dual monsters me. in the first episode That's to becoming me. one of the best duelists in the not world. Not me. That's not me. So mm-hmm. you like Joey. What's up? I love Why? Joey. He's a good brother. He... Serenity. Oh, serenity. He's funny without being mean. <laughs> yeah. He's confident without being cocky. There you go. He has a growth mindset. Yeah. And at the end of the day, as long as he's having fun with his friends, he's happy. Oh, it's so good. It's great. Yeah. Especially, you know, at the end of the series and at the end of, well, at the end of the Battle City arc slash yeah. at the end of the series, there's multiple times where he's just like, God, I'm having so much playing this, or I'm having so much fun playing this game. Or mm-hmm. like he says to Kaiba, like, we're having a great duel here. Why don't you just have fun with it? Like, yeah. why why does everything have to be why so you serious? Why are so grumpy? Yeah. He's fun. And he's, a, and he's a little stupid. So I like yeah. that too. He's a little himbo. Him he's and so Tristan. Cute. Tristan is just pure himbo. Mm-hmm. At least Joey has some kind of skill. <laughs> he's got the strats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's by far the best. He not only because of his voice, because for some reason in the American dub, they made him have that accent, which is just it. instantly recognizable. It's just, oh, Yugs. Oh, look at that. It's the Celtic Guardian. Oh, the red-eyed black dragon. Just all that stuff is just so good. But yeah, like you said, he's got he's got probably the biggest heart. Because mm-hmm. in Duelist Kingdom, he wanted to win the money so he could get his sister an operation so she could see again. And, like, he does that for his sister, and he's always thinking about his friends. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the reasons he kind of loses in Battle City is because he's, like, always standing up for other people. And he, like, puts himself in harm, and his body just, like, takes too much damage, like, mental damage and all that. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, let's get to it. Joey versus Merrick. Oh, my God. Merrick had, like, taken out my Valentine, who's a spicy lady. She's so cute. Uh Uh-huh. And Joey... You know, I never really looked at it. We'll talk a little bit about the differences in the dubs here in a second. But I'm pretty sure in the Japanese dub, they're a little more like romantically involved. Mm-hmm. In this one, in the American dub, they made it more like he's just, they're they friends. hint at it, but they're like really good friends. He wants the run back against Merrick because for what Merrick did to Mai. Mm-hmm. So he like, it's so cool because Yugi's like, don't do it. Everyone's like, don't do it. But Joey's like, nah, I'm going to challenge the big bad because I want to. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking cool because he's like not afraid. He's not scared. He wants this battle. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese dub, characters just die. Like you lose a duel, a shadow duel. And yeah, it has to be a shadow duel. It's not just like uh-huh. every day people are like, you know what I feel like doing today? Die. Yeah, if you're like evil as hell. You can summon like the shadows, the darkness, and the loser dies. 
obviously the big bad has his power so he's just like killing people left and right Mm -hmm. but in america they couldn't have people die because apparently america can have kids die in classrooms we can't have cartoon characters die on cartoons god damn (laughs) jesus accurate go ahead pop off king pop off so america had to make up something called the shadow realm which is very very fucking fun because it's like it's like it's like you die but you kind of just go into sort of like a a limbo limbo evil place so yeah merrick sent my to the shadow realm joey wants to run back and during this duel we get the infamous moment at the end where merrick is doing all his plot armor he just has the most powered, overpowered god card, the Winged Dragon of Ra, that can do anything. Dumps, sorry. He can he dumps all of his life, with mm-hmm. the exception of one life weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Into this monster. Yeah. Because he can just do anything and everything the plot demands not to lose. Mm-hmm. But Joey's standing tall, he's strong, and part of their shadow duel is that when their monsters get damaged, they take physical damage themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're getting attacked, getting hurt, stabbed, this or that. Merrick puts Joey essentially in hell because he has the wing dragon of raw, like spit like a fire inferno. In Fire Phoenix spin, mode. Yeah, around Joey. And the art, for some reason, gets like a million times better. And we just see Joey fucking dying. <laughs> and speaking of dying, in the Japanese dub, he actually dies. Yeah. Kind of. But... <laughs> Ish. We'll get there. It's just... <sighs> the frustrating part is because, again, the IRL situation... The technicalities. Is that Merrick does all this. He attacks Joey and essentially doesn't kill him. But he's counting on the damage to his body. It's the anime plot that he'll he'll die so he can't continue the duel. Mm-hmm. Merrick's counting on him dying, not winning the duel. So what happens? Joey, somehow standing after being put through hell, is still standing. And Merrick's like, oh, God, like, I'm going to lose. This shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Joey's still standing. And Joey, like, looking like a fucking badass, mm-hmm. barely holding himself up, just, like, draws a card. He, like, lets the card fall onto the dual disc, summons Gearfried the Iron Knight. Mm-hmm. And before he can say, I attack, he, in the Japanese dub, dies. Mm-hmm. Or in the American dub, passes Collapses, out. Collapses, yeah. And for some reason... Even though the, the game states very clearly. Yeah, the official's uh, like, but he didn't attack. What the fuck do you think he was going to do? Summon Gearfried and pass his turn? It's just like, that's the annoying part. It's because IRL, if you have the game state where it's obvious what someone would do to win, that's how it would happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just annoying because Joey won that duel. All he yeah. had to do was say attack, apparently. And he would have beaten the big bad. Mm-hmm. And I think that they should have had the cojones to have Joey be the one to beat him because that completes the story of like yeah. Joey proved that he mm-hmm. is a real duelist. Do you think they did that because they didn't want to take the shine away from Yugi? Oh, I mean, it's 100%. It's like, why does Goku defeat everyone in Dragon Ball Z? You know? I couldn't tell you because I've never seen that show. Yeah, but you know, it's like it's like every anime, every story, it's like the protagonist has to be the one to defeat the big bad, you know? Yeah. Which is annoying because they could have had, I don't know, they just, Joey won, 
that's the big contention. That's a big thing within like the Yu-Gi-Oh community. And I definitely agree. And I mean, it's emotional the way everyone acts like in the American dub, they act as if he died. I want to say this because in the Japanese dub, I think it's so much better for a few reasons. When Joey summons Gearfried right before he dies, I think it's a beautiful touch in the Japanese dub that he like, you can barely hear him, but he says, I won. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, Joey, you fucking did it, man. You did. You he, did win. But then he dies. Then he dies. Yeah. And then the other thing is that Kaiba, you know, the that the bastard, that yeah. sexy man. God damn him in his <laughs> yummy arm straps on his glowing jacket. <laughs> his damn belts on his forearms. He has belt on belt on belt. He's just like a dick. He's like the world's best duelist, but he can't beat Yugi. He's he doesn't have a heart. Constantly. Just saying, it's very famous. He says Joey's a third-rate duelist, you know? So he's just like, just ass. He's always saying that Joey's ass. In the Japanese dub, which is kind of metal, he says, like, Joey Wheeler, like, in your death, you have my respect as a duelist. And it's mm-hmm. like, damn, dog. You know, when you win Kyber's respect, when you're supposed to win the match, I can't believe they took it away from him. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn devastating. Not to mention his sister gained eyesight <laughs> just to, to watch like, him see die. him die. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, fucked yeah. up. She like finally makes it to the tower, and the first thing she sees is her brother's dead body on the floor. <laughs> you know what? Like, I kind of understand why they did that with the American audience to be Oh, like, yeah, you know. He's just like sleeping, guys. He just uh-huh. doesn't feel good. Um uh-huh. yeah, because that's pretty fucking intense. Yeah, but man. It's, uh, it is what it is. Spoiler alert, Joey's actually okay. Yeah, spoiler alert, we'll, much yeah, like yeah. it's like an anime trope. It's a comic book trope. No one ever really stays dead. Yeah. So uh yeah, he comes Especially back. especially Joey fucking Wheeler. Oh, you can't keep me down. Yeah, keep me down. Not with downs. the power of my friends in my corner. <laughs> Not with my friends. And it's true because he's like in the shadow realm and he's like in a happy version oh, for yeah. some reason. Because he's like essentially in heaven. Yeah. Like he's just with his friends. Maya's good. The what is it? The trap that Jasmine's in in Aladdin. Yeah, it's like a Dante from Dante's Inferno, like esque. Yeah. Punishment and like the fucking eighth circle of hell. Meanwhile, Joey's just like having a fun day at school and dueling. It's like why, why this? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I don't know. We could talk real quick about some other people. We mentioned Seto Kaiba. He's like the secondary. That sexy man. Yeah. How do you feel about I was him? In, I was initially extremely attracted to you him. I'm a big fan of him. And the longer the anime went on, the more I fucking hated his guts. Why? Because he doesn't really grow. He stays stubborn for like the entire goddamn and show. That, and that's a flaw in the American dub. Because in the Japanese dub, he's he grows much more. Yeah. Because I loved not, him in the final season. Oh, yeah, by, great. And by and by him, I mean ancient Kaiba. Yeah, his, uh, his, he's yeah. lovely because he's so devout. Uh-huh. He's like the I don't know. He's just so pure in his. He intentions. gives up. Yeah, he gives up like being able to be a ruler because yeah. he essentially is committed to his friends, like yeah. because of friendship. He's not. He knows this isn't mine. I need to earn it, or this isn't mine. Mm-hmm. I won't take it like this. And Kaiba yeah. sort of gets that. A little bit. He 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 learns that by the end. But I agree, the American dub does his main. He's not as likable. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's a jerk. Yeah, he's really (laughs) mean. That's that's part of why you like him. 
Uh, he's me. like god he's just like dunking on these yeah. people as he's like oh left and right killing them in a duel it's like uh-huh. oh by the way your shirt is stupid <laughs> yeah just he calls like... them like dorks anytime joey's in the room he's catching a stray from Poor joey <laughs> meanwhile joey's like hey kaiba just be nice and like have fun and uh-huh. kaiba's like i'd rather see you rot in hell wheeler uh-huh. and it's like what the fuck <laughs> He's such hey, a nice Set- guy. Seto has one big redeeming quality. He loves his brother and he has a locket of mm-hmm. his brother that he wears every day. And it's so cute and it makes mm-hmm. you want to cry. Little Mokuba. Mokuba is a little angel. And honestly, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's a, it's a worn out trope. Sure. But you know, like the, the genius little brother kind of thing. Yeah. Where he's, a nice he's boy. I mean, he's extremely capable and he's sweet. He is really the, if Mokuba did not, exist uh-huh. i would fucking hate seto damn i really would damn. because he wouldn't have any redeemable qualities the only thing that makes him good mm-hmm. and it's also the thing that holds him back is his past yeah. he was a good brother yeah. he was a loving person and he let that all burn whereas opposed to you know the main people mm-hmm. no matter what they go through they still choose to see hope and light yeah. well Kaiba, he doesn't see the past no he absolutely does That's he lives in the future no he only lives in the past <laughs> okay. he's like my stepdad beat me he uh, hey, the Japanese. Good. nothing is good everything's awful people are horrible all i have mm-hmm. is this enterprise and my brother yeah. everyone else can get fucked he's kind of like batman in that way hey, it's a brutal world out there but i mean he I comes around that's... They make Kaiba land, a little bit. all that stuff. Yeah. He understands at the end. But we've got Taya. We mentioned Taya. You're not a fan of Taya, I feel. You dumb bitch. I look First like all, her vaguely. She's very, very spicy. She, especially in the final season. Especially where in the final season. Exclusively crop tops, mini skirt, boots. Uh, like, oh send my God. bobs. The one thing about her outfit I do not like, she's rocking a cross. And I'm like, girl, I know, why? it's a little strange. I feel like it should have been an onk. Yeah. That would make sense, but it's not a maybe it was something different in the original dub. I don't know. That'll be because you know they'd be like editing things. Into. Oh yeah. yeah, I wanted to see fucking dark magician girls cleavage, but apparently I'm never allowed to see <laughs> that ever. That's too much for kids. God, I want to see it. The anatomy of a woman, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Taya mm-hmm. is like she's the girl of the group. Yeah, she seemingly loves the pharaoh. Especially yeah. by the end, she like you know it's very much implied there. But we've got Joey, we've got Yugi slash the Pharaoh, we've got Tristan. He's a guy who like doesn't duel. I'm pretty mm. sure he like doesn't really duel in a canon mm. like arc. Yeah. He only does like in the filler arcs, except like right at the end. But anyways, mm. you know Tristan's fun. He's there for his buds. He fights he, a lot of he people. Has like, a with hair his hands. like a chainsaw man. <laughs> yeah. You, uh-huh. I don't know why he has a rhino horn for hair, but yeah, okay. No, everyone has to have anime hair. Yeah. We've got uh, Duke Devlin. He's pretty he's, cute. He's like a dice guy, you know? He... A little gambling man. Yeah, and then uh, the only other guy who's like kind grandpa. of around. Oh, yeah, you're right. We got grandpa. grandpa. And then we've got a guy who's like kind of around, and he ends up being the big bad. He's like a long-term big bad is oh, Bakura. Bakura, yeah. Poor Bakura. And man, Zork, like, the dark oh. one. More like Dork. Dork, the dark one. Got his ass. I hate, I fucking hate Zork. Yeah. That's my hot take. I don't know if it's that hot of a take, but I hate Zork. 
that was the only part of the final season that I didn't like mm-hmm. was that whole like and we talked about it as we were watching. Yeah. But the final season is just like it's like let's thicken this plot armor by 20 inches every episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we can't win in any circumstance. Right. Let's yeah, have everybody lose like 17 times before uh-huh. we let it pay off. And it's like, God damn it, can we just win already? <laughs> right. Yeah. This brings us to the final duel. The final arc is the ceremonial duel. It's what so happens beautiful. is the Pharaoh, you know, we don't need to get too into it, but he's locked away in the puzzle. And the only way he can be free and go into the spirit world, essentially go back with like all his friends in ancient Egypt and be at peace is he has to lose a duel because <laughs> everything's about For the king of games. games. That's fucking hard. And it's sort of like, they say it's like the humility to be okay with losing. Yeah. And you would think, as they say, like, well, wouldn't he just like, hey, take the dive or whatever? But he's like, no, I have to earn this loss. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to try my hardest. And if I don't lose, then it's not my time. But if I do lose, then it's right. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, well, who's going to duel the Pharaoh? Like, who's going to take him out? Kaiba wants to do it. Joey steps up and wants Kaiba to do it. Kaiba throws a little hissy fit when Pharaoh <laughs> says no. Yeah. Like, well, fuck you. I don't want to play you anyway. Right. Just kidding. I want to see you lose. But we all know it makes sense that the one who needs to beat him is the one who summoned him in the first place. We've mm-hmm. got Yugi, little boy Yugi versus the Pharaoh, a.k.a. Atem. Atem. And it is just such a beautiful duel because it's, it's really cute. It's the whole thing of like it's just pure poetry. Yeah. And a major theme in it is is Yugi worthy of all this stuff, or is it just the Pharaoh? Did Yugi yeah. earn this, or is he just cheating, relying on someone else to do mm-hmm. his dueling for him? So we get to see little Yugi grow into like the man that he is and be able to show not only his friends, not only himself and the Pharaoh, but like, you know, show the viewers at home that Yugi is the king mm-hmm. of games. Yeah. It's not the Pharaoh, that Yugi is the one. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful duel because... It's so sweet. It's it's because it's like, that's what I like about sports yeah. is like the sportsmanship. <laughs> and they're yeah. so cordial and kind to each other the entire time. Mm-hmm. And Yugi's like, you're the one who taught me to like, be confident and like mm-hmm. believe in my deck and myself yeah. and trust in my friends and oh oh and then Atem, Atem, uh-huh. he's like well you're the one that like taught me to be patient and kind uh-huh. and and have faith in those around me and be able to ask for help when I need it yeah and it's just like oh my god <laughs> oh they both learned so much. Right. And they love each other so much. And Tim's going to fucking die. Yeah, he's going to leave forever. Oh, it's so oh, sad. It's and I didn't cry moment. watching it, but it was like, you know, I was emotional. I had tears like, welling I was like, up. Aww. I got tears welling up right now just thinking about it. He's it's so, so sweet. I think it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. it's nice because in like the tail end of like the the arc right before this, the yeah. whole like ancient Egyptian stuff. The game we, within the game. Yeah, yeah, we we learn that in order to like complete the puzzle and do all that, that Yugi had to like ask for something, essentially ask for a wish. And oh his wish <laughs> and his wish was that he would get friends. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, you sweet little boy. 
And he's just like, all I, I like, I can't give it back because I can't give away my friends. You know, I just can't do it. But he just like wished the Pharaoh, wished the puzzle would like bring him real friends. It's like, like, oh my God, so pure. He's so and pure. Then, and then I'm about to come in and make this comment. Kind of like anybody who plays Yu-Gi-Oh! All they actually want is friends. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Had, you were about to cry. I had to With stop it. With tears in my eyes. I had to stop it, okay? But oh it, it, it's beautiful. Like you said, their respect is fantastic. And like the whole time, and all of their friends and also Kaiba and Mokuba are there. But he, you know, like the Pharaoh and Yugi considers Kaiba their friend. Yeah. <laughs> because he is, even though he's like the friend who's like, God, I hate you guys, but I'll hang out. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's the rival. You know, you everyone's know, much just like, like in Pokemon. Right. Yeah. But everyone's just. What's going to happen? Who's going to win? Can you do it? is like, her pussy is crying. Mm-hmm. She's like, I never got that pharaoh dick. Never got it shade. in me. She's just I like, mean, let I me let me just too. put it in my mouth real quick one time. Just quick. Just quick, pharaoh. During the duel, it's fine. It's like, this is not the place. But, uh, yeah. you know, everyone knows that if Yugi wins, the pharaoh's going to leave. But it's pretty fucking sick. Because Kaiba's like... <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered how he leaves. Anyway, go ahead. Who, Kaiba? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but, the uh, pharaoh. <laughs> The pharaoh obviously summons all three Egyptian gods really early on. And everyone's like, how the hell is Yugi going to duel his way out of this one? And Kaiba's like, I was right. Yugi sucks ass. This boy's ass. I'm going to get the fuck out of here because y'all suck. And then Yugi just like sort of offhandedly is like, hey, Kaiba, if you leave, you're not going to see me win this duel. And it's like, oh, Yugi. Damn, Yugi. Where'd this, hear... where'd this Riz come yeah, from? Yeah, where's this confidence? My it's like insurmountable odds, but he's like, I'm going to win. And you're going to miss it if you leave. So Kaiba's like, damn, all right, I'll stay. And then after, because once again, there's a respect moment. After Yugi takes out the Egyptian gods, everyone sort of like looks at Kaiba for like a snarky remark or something. And Kaiba's like in awe. And he's like, it's like, damn, he did it. And Mokuba like asks him, like, hey, what do you think of this? And Kaiba's like, I see now that Yugi is the true king of games. And again, you're just like, fuck yes, yeah! dude. You won the respect. Like, he knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. And obviously, at the end, I think it's a beautiful scene. Uh, it's all beautiful. I mean, I'm just going to sing his praises. We're doing an episode <laughs> on it. But like, Yugi, yeah. Yugi reads the Pharaoh. Knows the exact move he's going to make. And he knows he's won the duel, but he, like, can't bring himself to win it because he's, he's like, crying. Because <laughs> he's going to lose his friend. It's mm-hmm. his person that, I mean, it seems to be at least a, a year or two, right, that they've been together. Yeah, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. But he's saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. And it's and the so Pharaoh's sad. like, it's okay because you're helping me. Like, I need to be at peace and all that. And yeah. So he obviously wins the duel. The Pharaoh has to leave. And it's like bittersweet. And he like goes to leave. And then the other friends are like, hey, what are you leaving without saying goodbye? He's like, what the hell? <laughs> what yeah. the hell? What the hell, Pharaoh? Like, right. Are Everyone, we, what are we everyone's chocolate? crying. Joey is just bawling. Uh-huh. Just the tears going down his face. Right. Tristan's all. Bleary He's rubbing eyes his too. eyes. Yeah. God damn it. And Joey says, you know, I'm just gonna paraphrase it, but he essentially says, like, great friends will never be gone. Like truly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like, come on, Joey. You're such a sweet guy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he, he is a good person. Main character just, energy is strong with Joey yeah. in that moment. And everyone just essentially says, even though you're gone, you're always going to be with us. Mm-hmm. And the Pharaoh, Atem, speaks his name. And he hits them with the biggest fucking thumbs up. <laughs> and walks he, into the sunset. <laughs> as he, yeah. <laughs> Which is the which is the, the spirit world, yeah. And he's and he reunited just, he with all of his friends. Off. Ah, beautiful. Uh, the fact that he went with a thumbs up—that's yeah. a lot. I think that is stupid as hell. Really, it's very iconic. Oh, it's like yeah, I think it's great. Just a, it's just yeah. like it's like the final way to speak like everything's all right. Yeah, know? that's true. I guess we don't without, really have a hand just speaking for that it, in America. Know? Yeah. Other than okay, but thumbs up, I guess, is pretty good. Right. Very then, funny, though. I was like, Why it. is he doing a thumbs up? Uh huh. Because yeah. everything's all right. It's good. Yeah. Are you done crying now? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Because we need to talk about you might cry for another reason right now, which is <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. We got to get into the heart of the cards, which yeah. is apparently the literal cards that you used to actually battle with. Oh, absolutely, because guess what? After watching the anime for a little bit, like I said, I had to play the game for myself. Oh my god. It's time to fucking duel. And I played this game IRL. As a kid, Mm -hmm. as an adult, let's talk about the kid first. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Super fun. Like I said, my brother and I both got structured decks, decks ready to go out the box. It was just fun figuring out how to play it, strategies, Eventually buying booster packs, which, you know, goes to like the whole, will I get something nice? Will I not? Begging your parents to buy you them when you didn't have money for it. And just like the joy mm-hmm. of like, oh, yes, I did it. You know, eventually being able to like, I remember sitting down in my room, literally like the anime, putting the cards out in front of me and like building my deck and customizing it. And like, oh, this card will work with this one. It's just like, you know, you feel smart. It makes mm-hmm. you feel like when you finally make your deck capable. And it's like your own ideas and you win a duel and like it empowers you. It makes you Mm -hmm. feel like, wow, I like I did this, you know, I did this. I can win. I can strategize. I can predict my opponent's moves. It's great. But with those highs come some lows (laughs) because you are a nerd. Well, for one, you're a nerd ass (laughs) nerd. For two, somehow people find out about this stuff like i had a pretty good deck somehow some way i had some like good rares good stuff good strategies and i remember this is one fucking day i don't even know how they figured it out and also it'd be your own people because they were mexicans also brown (laughs) as i am they like come knocking on my door i'm like you have to out them in their race me gente would not do this to me gente did Uh that to you oh they did hey it'd be your own people it really do. They sometimes. like knocked on my door. I was like home alone. I don't know. I just like went to the door and they were like, hey man, we heard you had like a good Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Can we see it? For some reason. And I remember, I thought like, should I let them see it? Like, I don't know. This is weird. Whatever. I Did was, you like, kind of know I who guess. these people were? I had like, I had little to no idea who they were. Mm-hmm. I had like no idea how they found were out they or who the older? Fuck. I want to say they were maybe like one year older. I don't know. Okay. I, but they like went to school with me. But yeah, I don't even fucking know. It's almost like a dream. It, maybe it was. <laughs> maybe. But it's such a vivid memory in my mind. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. They, like the guy just fucking like grabbed my deck. 
and like was looking through it and like, oh, this is a pretty good card, this and that. And like I was just sitting there watching him look at my cards. And then he was Were like, okay. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, here's your deck back. Cool, man. And I was like, all right, see ya. And I immediately like looked at my cards and checked, and he like stole my mirror forest card, which was like no a really good card, holographic, like it was it was really good back then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I'm so fucking dumb. Like, why did I do this? Why did I? And also, how did he do it right in front of me? Because just like Yugi, you wanted friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also wanted people to know that I was good. But yeah, yeah I don't exactly. know how the fuck that happened. Another thing, cliche, was that I had, at one point in my life, had a duel, like the Battle City Tournament, for a rare card for a rare card. And I lost the hell out of that duel. Oh, no. Really? Funny, oh, yeah. The funny part about it was it was like an older kid, like a teenage kid. He, for some reason, again, like I was hanging out with like some friends and I remember the yard exactly. Like I could take you to the house. I could take you to the yard <laughs> that had like this the is gates. where I lost. Yeah, this is where I lost in front of my brother, in front of my friends. This ah, fucking card. Hurts. I can't remember which card it was. It might have been like Jinzo or something, to be honest. Oh, but, uh, damn. He's strong. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, it was before Jinzo came out. It was something else. Anyways, I remember vividly, again, this kid said, like, hey, let's have a battle for his cards, um, but I only have, like, 10 minutes or whatever. And I remember, like, being a kid and being stupid. He immediately knew what I was doing, but, like, I started slow playing because I was like, God, I'm fucking losing. I'm going to lose. But, like, he said he's only got 10 minutes, so maybe if I just take too long, he'll just leave. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It did not work out. He wasn't having it. He won my card it sucked ass but the somewhat good thing about it is that uh this teenage punk also introduced us to like actual tournaments he was like here Hello. let me show you like this building and, like this is where they actually do Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments and you can like win packs and prizes and stuff he also kind of like in the same week like started slightly bullying me and like was being a dick to me for some reason I don't know, just like saying mean things and like saying he's like, like, I will be this little boy's Kaiba. Uh-huh. And we will rise yeah. together, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It That's my weird. positive spin. Because on he it. like he like helped us. And I want to say like later we went to high school with him and like I knew who he was. But mm-hmm. anyways, he like maybe he too was also just seeking friends. Yeah. But he like talked to my father and like show he like showed him like, hey. This is like what your sons are doing that's like bad. Like they have too many cards in their deck. They need to like have 40 cards and like what the his, hell? his strategy. <laughs> yeah, he like legitimately that's like insane. told us and my father was there because he like hell? drove us to the card shop. But he like explained higher tier, like good strategy for Yu-Gi-Oh to us. And then like was like mean to me later in the week. But then like that was kind of it. And then that's how Weird. like we got introduced to tournaments. Do you know for sure this person was real? I mean, yeah. He sounds ghostly. He sounds like a yeah. He kind of looked like, like me, but like ancient Egyptian. It was strange. Weird. Nah, he was a white kid, so it's definitely oh, yeah. There you go. There it is. Yep. But yeah, obviously introduced me to tournaments. Um, I never won one of those tournaments. I got second. Obviously, you win packs. I remember I got Jinzo out of a pack that I won. Spicy nice. got Ring of Destruction out of a pack that I won. Spicy. My brother won a tournament there. I was very jealous and upset, and I should have supported him better. But, mm. you know. You were a child. You were a kid, yeah. I was just upset that I never won one, but he did. 
he had a good deck. He like swarmed people, you know. It was mm. like a, uh, I think they call it like a token deck, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. where they just swarm. But uh, yeah, did that. Played for a little bit. Played in Yu-Gi-Oh. There was like one specific. Wow, played in Yu-Gi-Oh. Played Yu-Gi-Oh in middle school. There was one mm-hmm. specific hall where like Yu-Gi-Oh players would go. The at, height like, lunch of virginity. Oh yeah, I did it. And like this was when like I had like that uh, brace on my leg. Oh god! So I just looked like Christ. an absolute fucking loser, and I never did it again. I played like one person, and then in my mind I was like, I think I shouldn't be doing this. Like this is too, this is too lame. Nerdy. This is too nerdy. Mm-hmm. This is too loserish. And then I stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Got rid of my cards because that's what I do, and I always regret it. You're such a dumbass. You always do that. Then I got back into it when I was uh, like 23. Super into it. Like went to locals. Really? Oh, oh yeah. God. Went to locals. Um, that eventually transferred into us just like doing locals out of like this dude's house because like the place we went wasn't good. Like they were like sort of screwing us over. So we like grassroots did it ourselves. It was pretty fucking fun. From that, you know, they were like, hey, regionals are coming up. Do you want to go? And I said, yeah, of course. Went to, like, my first regional tournament at, like, 23, 24. What? Okay, pause. Yeah. What was the smell in that room? <laughs> it wasn't that bad. You know, it was a big room. There was obviously some people that were stanky. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And just some absolute fucking losers. You know, you know the type. It's oh, like, yeah. take it too serious. And you're like, come on, man. Just be normal. Just be normal. You don't have to, like, be a stereotype. But I guess if they're happy... And they're, you know, secure with themselves. Uh, no, I don't want them to be happy. They're gross. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, did that. Did the regional. Um, The funny part that I always bring up, for one, I have to say, when I got back into it, Dark World deck was what got me in. And then I played a Fire Fist deck at regionals. Probably is just super fun. But uh, at regionals, the top 25 placements would get an invitation to nationals, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, kind of fun right and yeah. i remember i got 26th place you're a third rate duelist with a fourth rate deck so i just barely missed it. yet another thing in my life which just barely wasn't good enough to, <laughs> to get that invitation and uh honey we'll take you to therapy after this episode's over it's but okay. short shortly after that like i mentioned uh, at the beginning the game just got too expensive yeah. You know, and it, broken. Yeah, it was essentially kind of like again, it's probably just the salt of course into my veins a little bit, but <laughs> it just felt like the game was just like if you had the money, you'd get the best deck and then you'd win. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like where the best deck not a lot could compete against it. Yeah. And all the cards were super expensive. And I was just like, I'm not going to spend the money for this. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to. Yeah, I can play my Rogue deck. I can play my Fire Fist or my Fire Kings or whatever. Um, But I'm not going to win anything. I wasn't really having fun with it anymore. And I was just like, I think I'm done. And obviously, I was an adult. I had cards. So this time, I sold them. So I made mm-hmm. a little bit of money back. Um, And that was it. Until very recently. So a week ago. <laughs> where you that dumped more happening. money with me. So I agreed to oh, learn how to play. so reluctant. No, it's fine. I just don't like one of my decks very much. But it's probably just because I don't understand it. Once I, mean, I put learning. in the effort to learn, 
uh eddie got us well we we i don't remember <laughs> we we've both been just dumping money into this uh-huh. we've got structure decks we also are learning how to speed duel so that's mm-hmm. been fun that's yeah. actually i think been a really good way for me to kind of learn how to mm-hmm. play i'm still not very good at yeah. all but i'm still i'm learning so it's mm-hmm. pretty fun and it goes pretty fast so it's not too big of a, a loss yeah um I think that's the hardest part about actually playing is learning your deck. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like once you know your deck, then you're golden. Yeah. But then you'll be able to know what you can do against other decks and know the matchups. And that's when you get into the, you know, strategy and all that. I'm not to that point yet. I don't have a mat. Right. Um, And that's and that's the hard part, you know, again, that I alluded to and why I stopped playing is that, uh, you know, the game now is just at a state where it's just like for me too fast and too like we call them OTKs, FTKs, one turn kill or first turn kills. That's essentially what the game is. It's like nowadays you can combo and summon like 10, 12 monsters in one turn and like overwhelm your opponent and win on the first turn if you get like the combo. Back in the day when I played, the best thing you could do was tribute summon, summon skull. And then you like, no one could beat you, <laughs> you know? It was just mm-hmm. like one monster a turn versus like now it's like, it's just too fast. And that's kind of always been things that I don't enjoy when like, it's like autoplay and all that. Yeah. That kind of gets rid of the fun, the strategy of like, I don't know. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole nother thing. But it's just fun. You know, I it like fun. I like how we're doing it. Just taking it slow. I don't want to get too super into it. In the sense Thank of, you. like, I don't Thank need you for... to, <laughs> you know, at, at the very least, if I ever do go to, like, some tournament locally, I'll just play, like, some rogue deck that I think is fun and do what I can with it, and that'll be it. I don't need to play meta. I don't need to be high tier, you know, mm-hmm. S tier deck or whatever. I just want to enjoy it because it is fun. Yeah, and you're nice about it. <laughs> Not that you're going to meet in person. But that's always the thing that makes me shy away from learning new things, especially with a fandom as strong mm-hmm. as Yu-Gi-Oh! Is the people sometimes can just be too much. Oh, yeah. And it's a huge turnoff because you're like, well, I'm just here to learn. And they're like, no, I'm here to embarrass you. You fucking idiot. You don't know what that does. Like, who's really embarrassed? <laughs> is it me who like doesn't truly give a shit? Or is it you who... like? literally all you eat sleep and breathe is this bullshit Mm -hmm. like let's let's take a breath people yeah anyway it is fun i like that it it is stretching my brain in a way that hasn't been stretched in a long time Uh which is strategy which is something i've never been great at i'm just like i'll get lucky i don't know i just want to have fun kind of like joey yeah as long as i'm having fun that's all i care about it is fun. Well, let's get to the DTR. We kind of already started it, but let's make it official and define the relationship. No. After <laughs> you. Yeah. I am not show dependent on Yu-Gi-Oh! It, is, it has been very fun and very eye-opening. I understand so much more about Eddie as a person <laughs> now that I've gotten to kind of get to know Yu-Gi-Oh! a bit more. Um, I love tactile things. I like mm-hmm. collecting things I always have. So any excuse to like have my own little, my little precious, uh, <laughs> my little dragon forward. I already have a deck box. I've got sleeves that match. It's like a whole thing. Oh, all the um, accessories and stuff. Is just any excuse. Have. I love objects. And I know mm-hmm. that, you know, 
that's probably not a very healthy thing, but I just like stuff. Rich. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not rich. Or maybe a bad um, thing, because then we could have so much more. Oh, I would be a true dragon queen. <laughs> All the hoarding. Um, no, but it's been fun. I look forward to learning a bit more. I think I just need to do a little bit more research and be more patient of the process. Mm-hmm. But no, I am not show dependent. However, I did really enjoy, I ended up really liking the show. So yeah. that that paid off. I was really nervous that I would invest, you know, essentially probably close to 40 hours of my life. <laughs> it was a lot. Watching the show and be like, oh, that that's horrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but luckily it wasn't like that. It was, for the most part, pretty darn enjoyable. So thank you, Eddie. But I'm not show dependent. So, hey. Well, you know, definitely for one. You right can't bat, win them all. Thank you for being willing to do these things. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it is nice to have a partner who will indulge your, <laughs> I don't know, your uh, niche things. Your virginity. And be, be, willing to, <laughs> uh, be willing to do these things. Because it is, I mean, that's the thing. I want to say show dependent, but off and on show dependency because mm-hmm. obviously I've taken breaks. You've got mixed feelings. About loved it. it as a kid. Loved playing it. I loved making my deck. I loved sitting down and spending hours and figuring out the card combos and figuring all that out. I loved the show. And then I stopped. You know, teenage, things changed. And then I became the an pride. adult and went back to it and fell in love again. I loved playing the game i loved going to locals i looked forward to it so looked forward to it so much i loved winning sometimes i loved losing because i was legitimately having fun Mm -hmm. like figuring stuff out and it felt like i had a little community you know it felt like i belonged to something um but then again you know it's just kind of petered out the game Mm -hmm. changed now where i am now i'm definitely show dependent on the show you know, it brought on emotions in me that I didn't even like think that it would. But I was like, I legitimately was tearing up watching Yugi and Atem duel and say goodbye. I fucking cried during this episode <laughs> talking about mm-hmm. the friendship that they have. And it's like, that's the thing is the, uh, like the we heart. said in another episode, it's like, it, it gets to the core of like why we have relationships and all that. It's like so many things that we love are about like friendship or about mm-hmm. like family and all that stuff. And that's what, Yu-Gi-Oh! the show represents and it's what it's like brought me in my life it's brought me Mm -hmm. friendship it's brought me closer together with my family you know me and my brother were so close playing the game and having fun I mean that's how you are with your siblings when you're kids right so Mm -hmm. I always have those fond memories of like hell yeah like me and him we're dueling and we're having fun and this and that and now as an adult you know getting back into it but wanting to just dip my feet and wanting to just have fun with it Mm-hmm. obviously last time i played i wanted to win i wanted to have a good deck and i feel like that sort of tarnished the uh feeling for me a little bit because mm-hmm. when it was that feeling of like well if i can't win why am i even doing this you know yeah. and that's kind of what made me stop and now as i said the game has evolved to a point where a lot of old fans don't like it we'll see what happens but uh at the end of the day on and off show dependency you know like i said 
love the series. I want to watch the other ones. I legitimately have enjoyed all the Yu-Gi-Oh series that I've watched because there's Yu-Gi-Oh GX, Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds, Yu-Gi-Oh Zexel. There's other new ones that I haven't seen, but I've enjoyed all of them. They're fun. I like watching it. I like seeing the decks and all that. So I'm just excited that we get to share it now. I'm mm-hmm. excited that we get to play, you know, a few times a week and just learn it together. And uh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! has been good to me and I hope to play it more in the future. Huzzah! Huzzah! And with that, as I wipe my tears and say what? a tearful goodbye to the Pharaoh. Goodbye, Tim! We also must bid thee a tearful farewell <laughs> for now mm-hmm. and say thank you so much for listening and thank you for indulging in my niche <laughs> show dependency yet again. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> if you liked what you heard, any little bit of it, please consider following, downloading, and spreading the word, telling your Joey's, your Teas, your Tristans, yes, even your Seto Kaibas, Ugh. that they can find the Show Dependent <laughs> Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, we should be there. You mm-hmm. want to follow the podcast page, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're still, we're still need to commit to that fully, but we mm-hmm. are there at show dependent pod that is s-h-o dependent pod you want to follow myself it's victor v sweet on twitter on twitch resident Evil 4 remake came out you know i love that game man oh man Mm -hmm. it is paying off so much it's such a good game so come Mm -hmm. watch me play that and see me gush about another thing that i love Mm -hmm. kayla where can you be found other than under a pile of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I forced you to buy. <laughs> hoarding, hoarding, making a snow angel. Um, you can find me um, looking up sexy girl mats to play Yu-Gi-Oh on, <laughs> yeah. on the internet. Not too sexy, though, because, yeah, that's embarrassing. But you can also find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich. Mm-hmm. I know we've done a few episodes that uh, have definitely been a little more tailored to Eddie's taste. It's so, all about Eddie, all the so time. So it's about time we did one for Kayla. I know all hey. of y'all, once again, another episode was like, oh, fucking Eddie goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Where's mm-hmm. Kayla? I want to hear more about Kayla. More from the woman. <laughs> Shut yep. up, man. Oh, disgusting. Well, what are we doing next time? Well... I'll tell you quickly what's the story, who saw what and why and where. We're going to talk about Les Mis, which is a book written by Victor Hugo that was turned into a musical that takes place in France, but there's only English accents. It's a good time. It was my senior musical in high school. And uh, I'm also going to talk about what a big virgin I was. So this (laughs) is going to be so much fun. Um, which is ironic because I was actually a whore in that show. But hmm. we're going to talk about it, and I'm really excited. We may have a guest. We may not. We'll keep. It's a mystery. <laughs> we'll see. You'll find we'll out. See what happens. We'll find out, um, then you'll find out. Then then we will do that. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Or <laughs> Les Mis for short. Uh-huh. And we love it. So be prepared to get musical. Or not. Maybe you'll just go in blind and be like, hey. This is a lot to handle. And I'll say, please stick around because this story is pretty fun. It is. Next it time. is. And the music bangs real hard. Mm-hmm.
and I bet it's a trap card. But wait, Yugi knows me, and he knows I would think that. So maybe it's not a trap. Maybe it's a monster card. But what if he knows that I would think that? So was it really a trap? But what if he knows that I know that he knows? Ah, forget it. I'm just going to attack. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Just you do it. You got there, Joey. Take action, sir. 